You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And, you know, yesterday we got creative. We broadcasted live from Times Square on the Red Stairs, and I got some messages. And you were like, did you really record that audio? So we have video proof, if you are, if you are a skeptic. And today we are actually recording uh, live from the Psychedelics Anonymous uh, line to get in to uh, their Psychedelics Anonymous house. And one of the things that I've been looking forward to since I minted my PA, and many of you know I, I talk about that project a lot here on the podcast, is that you know they, they, they've been rolling out and teasing this like, you know, the future of PA and the, end, the next season. And you don't have to be a PA holder to kind of go where I'm going. And what they announced and launched today was a marketplace, a marketplace that allows you to customize your traits on your PFP. And so in Psychedelics Anonymous, you're going to be able to actually customize your traits. You'll be able to uh, you know, remove them, add different ones, customize what your NFT PFP is going to look like. But it's actually not going to affect the rarity of your actual NFT. And if you'll remember a couple of weeks ago when I was sharing my predictions for the future of NFTs, I had made two predictions. One, that I believe every project will have to live within its own marketplace that allows them to have their own uh, benefits without having to just sit inside of OpenSea. Because let's face it, if, if you are buying or selling from someone else that is also in the same collection, the same project as you, you shouldn't be giving OpenSea a cut. OpenSea does not do anything in that solution. They do not provide you the marketing or the access or even you know facilitating the connection. And so with that in mind, I believed wholeheartedly that the marketplace space was going to continue to be something that was interesting. And then my other prediction when it came to the future of NFTs was customization, personalization, choose your own adventure style, where you're going to be able to customize your utility, you're going to be able to personalize your experience, and you're going to be able to do things that we can combine NFTs as far as you know, burning, your, burning different parts of NFTs, we could uh, you know, add on components. And, you know, part of that for me has been, you know, this project, Psychedelics Anonymous, has been, in my opinion, kind of leading the way in that. But at the same time, we know that those that innovate in this space, those that are pushing the envelope, aren't always most rewarded from the start. They're mostly ones that, you know, it takes a little while for people to see the light, to understand where we're going and what the future actually holds uh, in this NFT space. And so... One of the things I wanted to kind of put out there for us, you know, as listeners here is that, you know, what if we could go back and change, customize, personalize your favorite NFT project? What if you were able to change the dynamic of your relationship with the art? Would that change your experience with the NFT collection? And for many, I'm probably going to hear the, the, you know, the answer to that is probably going to be no. But here's the thought that I have when it comes to identity, right? And, you know, one of the things I believe Web3 enables with the blockchain 
is digital identity, redefining how we manage our information, how we store our data, our certifications, and every really, in my opinion, every important piece of data that is tied to an individual will live on the blockchain, will, will survive in our wallet, and will be connected to our digital identity. And then it'll be up to us to decide how we share that data, what things we put out to the world, where the future, uh, you know, where we connect these different uh, you know, connection points. But I think the, the beauty of all this, when we think about you know, digital identity personalization, is that the, the, the future of that is really giving us control, allowing us to decide what is the experience, what is, what is really ultimately the way that we want to show up online. We can show up as much or as little. We can give as much or as little data as we would like. And let's face it, for the last 10 years, we've been giving away our data and our information with the idea that we, if we're getting a service or a product for free, we're paying with our data or our info. But that we've known is not really a fair exchange. So now we have to think about you know, how are we showing up? What are the ways we're able to customize our first impression, customize our digital reputation? And so for me, as we look at the future of really what the blockchain can enable, where NFTs you know, kind of move, Ooh, there's some brakes squealing in the background here in in New York City. Um, that we have to really understand what you know what not only what control do we start to have, but where can we start to manage and and really take our first impressions to the next level. And most of you know, you know, the keynote that I've been giving for years is called "Press the Damn Button." And I believe everyone not only has a story to tell, but I believe everyone's you know story should be what they are telling. Right? Nobody wants someone else to tell their own story and we should really find ways to embrace that to to add you know a layer of responsibility or control to ourselves and so when i think about where we're at in you know nfts when i think about where we're at in the blockchain you know we are we have really only used less than 1% of what the blockchain you know capabilities are or what the what the really the future and you know possible you know ways that we can take you know crypto and web3 and decentralization but i think more so than anything else we have to embrace the concept of customization and control. Now, I used to be the one that preached that there, there's really only two rules to pressing the damn button. The first one is that perfection is a fairy tale. And the second one is that control is an illusion. And I think the interesting part about this is I actually think what Web3 can enable is it can remove the illusion of digital online control. It can put the control back in the hands of those that should be controlling their data, their information, and that's each one of us. And so when you look at projects, NFT projects specifically, that are coming out, ones that are the future, and you look at things like the Goblins, or you look at different ones that across like really what they're, you know, these different projects that have you know, really made big splashes. You can even throw bulls and apes in there for those that are familiar with that project that you know, we had the uh, Anthony, the co-founder on there. And I got to hang out with them uh, last night at the at the Lazy Lion party here in New York. You know, and shout out to Lazy Lions. They put on a, uh, a great event uh, last night and got to meet so many of you amazing listeners, too. So for everyone that was there, uh, you know, stopping and, and talking and sharing your your journeys into NFTs and the impact this podcast has had on you. I, I appreciate you. I, I thank you for those kind words. And I hope to meet more people here in New York City. And I'll say the, the, the piece of this that I think probably excites me the most when it comes to customization, personalization, is that we are going to be able to really connect online, offline in ways that we've never thought of before. 
And I still believe we are going to see really innovative tech around you know, AR glasses. Right now I'm standing in line uh, for Psychedelics Anonymous and I have no idea who's in line in front of me or behind me. I don't know. Do I follow them on Twitter? Do they follow me on Twitter? Have we engaged on Twitter spaces? And I think that disconnect, that disconnect from reality of being able to connect our online and offline worlds is ultimately a barrier that Web3, that NFTs can solve. The real question becomes, where does it start? And I think it starts with customization of our online digital identity. And then it comes into the idea of how do we, how do we really push forward innovative wallets, innovative you know, control within our wallet that allows us to manage, to really you know, empower and decide where our information is shared, how it is shared. And I'm a big fan of opt-in you know, digital identity. And what I mean by that is, you know, if I had the AR glasses on standing in the line right now, only those that wanted to be shared and, and let the people around them know who they are. And then also, what, what information do you want to share? Now, all the, those that know me, I'm pretty damn transparent. So I, you, you would probably, you know, you would probably look over and you'd be able to see all of my you know, information, my data, you know, connections. But for some, it might be just, you know, a Twitter handle or it could be just a website or maybe first name, last name. And I think the, the bigger piece of this that is exciting is that that layer of control is not only going to be in our hands, but it's going to be something that is going to live beyond the metaverse, beyond online and really just connect a new way of experiences. And that might sound a little woo-woo. It might sound a little crazy in the, in the scheme. But we also thought the idea of remote work via Zoom wouldn't happen. We also thought the idea of us you know, carrying our phone around our house and not having it attached to a wall would never happen. We also never would have imagined the fact that you know, we are buying and selling NFTs while we're standing here in line uh, at an event uh, you know, on the streets of New York City. I, I look at the future of really returning control to us as the users. So from the streets of New York City, with a trash truck behind me, as you might be able to hear, or maybe not, because this microphone is pretty damn impressive. I hope everyone has a great day. Remember, take care of your mental health. Remember that you aren't alone on this journey. And I truly do believe the future is bright and control soon will no longer be an illusion. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. This show is not financial advice.